Welcome to the Liberty and Truth Podcast. Here's your host, James D. Brown. The truth is, I'm just like you. The truth is, none of us know what we're doing. Sure, there's some who have a good idea, but no one has life figured out. And even those who are elite in their field or craft will tell you that there's more to attain and there's no need to become complacent. So what is left for the rest of us to do but to do more? In whatever you do, strive to be the best at it. I know it sounds cliche, but the truth is the greats get to where they are by practice. And I want to take a moment to, I'm sure a lot of us, especially sports fans, have heard the rant that Allen Iverson was infamously known for. Are we talking about practice? There was questions that was arising because it was speculation that Allen was not participating in the practice like the rest of the team. You know, yes, it was that he was the superstar on the team and may not have needed to go through the practices per se, but, you know, that's what you have practice for is to continue to develop and be able to perform on that elite level. And if he was that great to where he didn't need to practice, then I would have to wonder, did he really feel like he even needed a coach? But I digress. This is nothing that we haven't all heard before, you know, but you cannot drive a nail without beating it over the head with a hammer. The biggest part of us all reaching goals is through perseverance. Pressure, opposition, discouragements, and even defeat are all things that we must face in life. Maya Angelou once said, you may encounter defeat, but you must not be defeated. In fact, it may be necessary to encounter the defeats so you can know who you are, what you can rise from, and how you can still come out of it. There's a certain notion about suffering defeat even a misconception, if you will. Let's look at a boxing match. The main objective in the fight is to knock the opponent off of their feet and to do this while avoiding being knocked down yourself. Now, although this is the goal, it is not the end game. Being knocked down during the course of a fight does a couple of things. It one puffs up the chest of the one who served the blow, making them more sure 
that they have the upper hand. Secondly, the mind of one who is knocked down, if not equipped to handle the trauma, they are defeated well before they are actually knocked out and can no longer stand. But even when experience aids in you responding to adversity, sometimes adrenaline can put you on your feet before you're ready to stand. We've all seen what happens when a guy gets hit a little too hard and tries to fight a little too soon. His own legs take him out before another punch is even thrown. A lot of people, just like some fighters, do not take the time to regroup, gather themselves, and strategically go back into the fight. Instead, we find it necessary to prove that we're not out yet. This is dangerous because you can find yourself uh, fighting this fight being emotionally charged or without a clear conscience uh, mind. And this comes across to the enemy is as weakness, just in the same sense as if a boxer was to go into the ring fighting a heavyweight championship fight and his normal fighting weight will say is 232 pounds but he shows up in the ring at 274 pounds now I can imagine and I'm sure you can too that a boxer who steps in the ring at that sense is no longer going to look like a well fine-tuned machine but rather a slop bucket who is in no way shape or form ready to fight and if your enemy is a capable opponent they can surely recognize that you are off your guard so I encourage you to as we stated before take a moment to gather yourself so that you can fight with a clear conscience being soberly minded and definitely not fighting through that emotional adrenaline that kicks in um, I do think it's a good thing that we allow our emotions to give us the courage to stand and fight but we cannot use that in aiding us to fight being down is definitely not being out but as long as you don't give up there is always a chance to come out on top now I know that this is you know 
fiction at its best, uh, the story of Rocky Balboa. But let's use his fights in the movies uh, as an example to what it is that we are trying to persuade you of. In his fight against all of them, Apollo Creed, uh, Clubber Lang, the Russian, uh, in every fight, he had to fight from behind, you know, face swollen, eyes almost closed, bloody, being knocked down multiple times. But each time, he did not rush back into the fight haphazardly. He, you know, remembered his training and was sure in his own abilities and the punishment that he could take. And it confounded his opponents and it threw them off their game to where he was able to uh, gain the upper hand. Even sometimes, you know, when you're being beat down and you're taking blow after blow after blow, that does not mean that you're out of the fight, that you're going to lose. You may, it may be the perception that you're losing in that moment, but still the outcome has not been called yet. The final bell has not rang. And that's what I mean by as long as you do not give up, you always have that chance to win. Life is always a guessing game. And no matter what preparation you do, there are always going to be curveballs. But it's what you do when faced with the unexpected that reveals your character. And although the elite are still trying to figure it out themselves, they are where they are because their character proved them capable of staying in the fight. I encourage you to stay in the fight, even when it's dark, even when it's dismal, dreary, and you can't see your way through. The light is always at the end of the tunnel. The tunnel, the end of the tunnel may be far away. It may be close, but I guarantee you it is there and you will come out of it and you will come out on top on the winning side. Until next time. Be blessed.